Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. Jeremy Conn for Nick Toss. It's Ken Barkley. You Better You Bet, right here on the BetQL Network, brought to you by Bet MGM. Now, we were talking AL Cy Young. We're going to get into the NL Cy Young, and I know we can start with that if that's where you want to go, Ken. I was just saying something to you about Marcus Stroman in the London start. Uh, I know he'd given right. up. Oh, there we go. Um, he'd given up six earned runs, and I know Michael Kay was screaming about it, that that error should have went to Trey Mancini. It eventually did, and he wound up with three earned runs, but he's dropped down the board quite a bit. So let's talk NL Cy Young. What are you seeing? Yeah, so this is um, both Cy Youngs could potentially be really interesting betting markets that you should pay attention to for different reasons, I think. Um, I'm having trouble describing what the NL is. The AL is really easy. There are like nine pitchers who can win, and one of them has not emerged to be so much better than the others. Framber Valdez has a little bit. Like, he is ahead, but he is not ahead by a lot. There are still a lot of pitchers who can win. It feels like we know very little about who's going to win that, and we also can't, like, eliminate almost anybody uh, for that reason. Like, I don't think Otani will ever win, but I also can't be, like, 0%. I mean, I'd never bet the price. I think the, the likelihood he wins way more than 10 to 1. Like, maybe 25 30 to 1 maybe more but like i can also can't be i can't say it's zero yeah. nl nl it feels like everyone is zero except for like a very small number of pitchers and i still don't really have a great idea of who's going to win but i think the number of pitchers who are even like eligible to be in the conversation is very small so it's kind of a really weird betting market this year for this award which could present a betting opportunity i don't know if one exists right now but i think both Cy Youngs fall into this bucket of like Man, like, at some point in the next month, I might be in here just jamming stuff. And I just, I don't know what that is yet. <laughs> so so the prices, for people who want to kind of see where we're at right now, not a ton of movement. Zach Allen's the favorite. Uh, another price move that we thought, like, was very likely based on how he was pitching versus Spencer Strider a couple weeks ago. So Zach Allen is plus 175. It's worth noting uh, his last start against the Rays was not good. And the fact that he's still plus 175 speaks to how few compelling candidates there are to try to beat him. Clayton Kershaw, who has been excellent for basically the whole year, but especially the last month, is plus 350. Not amazing strikeout numbers, but just, like, gives up no hits, like, seven shutout anything. Like, what more do you want? So he's 350. Spencer Strider was kind of dead for this award and has had, I think, consecutive really good starts with high strikeout numbers, including his last one. So, again, because there's no one else to compete with, because no one is good, he can move all the way. Like, he can just be 8-1, to one, even being bad this year. He can just be 8-1, to because who the hell else are you going to put 8-1? to one? Uh, Zach Wheeler is 9, another perfect example of, like, if there was anybody good, they'd be here. Logan Webb, who got absolutely shelled and has very little chance to win now, 12. Marcus Stroman, who you want to talk about, and we will, 20. Mitch Keller, 22, which feels impossible, but maybe can happen. Uh, I don't have Justin Steele's price on there, but he's at least like someone that needs to be in the conversation too, even though he missed time. Because again, it's a really weak field. If it's a weak field, someone who missed a couple starts can still win. And he's had the best numbers up to this point, even in limited action. So like it's it's a lot of uh, 25 to one on Steele at MGM. So it's a lot of kind of like, maybe it's just Gallon. That's this which is kind of where we were last week. I, there are a couple other names we can go through. Jeremy, why don't we, why don't we do Stroman? And then I'll, I, I want Jake's kind of opinion here, too. But to just mm -hmm. answer your question, because you're like, what's going on with Marcus Stroman? Uh, one of the more bizarre candidacies I can I can remember for a, especially a baseball award um, by 
if we're if we're just doing who's been the best up to now, not projecting forward based on ability or or you know kind of what they've done before, just up to now, Justin Steele and Marcus Stroman, in terms of what voters look for, have actually had the two best seasons, and they pitch for the same team, and the team stinks, and they've had the two best seasons. So like, they're now the difference between them and Zach Allen is microscopic, but they've been better, like in terms of what voters favor up to this point in the year. Uh, the problem is. Every single time he pitches, Marcus Stroman reminds us that the team is not going to sign him. It seems like they're probably going to trade him. They're not really gaining on the Reds and the Brewers very much. So they're in this weird, like, no man's land of being three and a half back for two weeks. And nobody really knows what that means. It doesn't really set up to me to be a situation. His last start was not particularly good. It doesn't set up to be a situation where he's, like, building this incredible candidacy. He's just kind of, like, been the best right now. And so he's just lingering is like the right way. I think I would put it. I don't have a lot of confidence that he'll win. I wish I did. Cause I have way better prices than this. And I just kind of keep waiting for like the other shoe to drop, whether that's pitching poorly, getting traded, uh, drawing the ire of the, the team in another way, whatever. But it's just, he's in kind of a funny spot right now. So I, I just, because of, it's almost like if it was just about the baseball, <laughs> like if it was just about, he's really good. And he pitched for the Dodgers or something then it would be a way easier case to make from a betting standpoint because you could just be like well he's just having like a really special season he hasn't really done this before but like he's stable he's in a stable environment and he's gonna keep pitching and the team is good that 20 wouldn't be 20 i mean that 20 would be six or five or something even if he was the same pitcher but he just pitched for a different team because of the situation he's in we don't know what league he's gonna pitch in in the second half the team is still not super close to the division leaders um i think he is one of the most difficult players to price like ever really hmm that it's it's so funny you said because i have like three quick questions i if i'm like blowing it up but did they fix spencer strider he no, looked broken please blow it uh, okay yeah, spencer strider is he broken is he fixed it's two starts that they were decent or good um also is this going to be a lifetime achievement war for kershaw like that's you know, we're talking about that and lastly what yep. is it with every time somebody shows up in this grouping i feel like every time i'm on the show we talk about these pitchers and then their next start, they promptly get blown up, whether it was Spencer yeah. Strider. It's happened to everybody. I mean, it's, it's unreal. Like, Gallon had a bad start in there. Wheeler got blown up this week. Um, you know, we, we've seen it from Stroman, Stroman in London. London. Webb last And night. it happens in the American League, too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, look, I, I'm interested in Spencer Strider at 8-1 to one because I do feel like he has the ability to be dominant and – I, I don't know, steal some of the, the voters' eyes on and get him looking at his numbers. That strikeout percentage that he has is off the charts ridiculous. He's on the best team in baseball. I think it's interesting at 8-1, to one, but I'm sure you're probably going to give me some ancillary numbers to say, yeah, maybe he's not in it. <laughs> so, um, it's just, but uh, that's, that's, yeah. that's who I'd go it's with. So two, yeah. two, two, two players you want to talk about, right? Strider and Kershaw, who are, who are two of the more, like maybe the two most interesting pitchers in this. If we think Stroman is uninteresting for some reason, then these would be the two next names that you would think about. So Gallon, the, it, it, this actually goes back to another fundamental question, which is, is Zach Gallon a vulnerable favorite? I am forced to answer yes right now because there's just not that gap between him and some of the other pitchers he's competing against. Like, in terms of, like, I have a rating system for what voters value when they vote for Cy Young and how the pitchers up to this point in the season measure against that. Now, you can also project forward for who's going to pitch the best that's a different exercise and you kind of merge the two of them so in just up to this point in terms of what voters typically value the most and how much they value each thing it's incredibly close there are four pitchers 
that rate out very close. But in order, scoring-wise, are Justin Steele, Marcus Stroman, Clayton Kershaw, and Zach Allen. Like, it's that four, and then there's a pretty big gap, and then it's Logan Webb, Mitch Keller, Strider. Like, there's a pretty big gap there to that other group. So it's funny because you've got these two Cubs pitchers, and it's like everyone's just waiting for them to suck or for something to happen where they don't win. And then the other two pitchers are the two favorites. But it's I think it's just worth noting there isn't separation. Like, if Zach Gallen won with this resume, he would be the worst Cy Young winner ever. Like, I just really want to, like, explain that. Like, that's where we are really? in terms of ranking in the league. So, like, it's really close to not being the worst ever. But, like, he's not really even ahead. <laughs> so, like, if he's not ahead, then he kind of has to be a vulnerable favorite, which then leads to the really stupid follow-up question. Who the hell do you want to bet on to try to beat him with? Which is just, and this is the push and pull of every time we talk our, this is to your point, every time we talk ourselves into someone, blow up start. Every time we talk ourselves into Spencer Strider, blow up start. Logan Webb, blow up start. Zach Wheeler, Marcus Stroman, Mitch Keller, like any of these guys. And so maybe when the dust settles, it's just Gallon and everybody has blow up starts and it's just Gallon at the mm -hmm. end because the other guys fall back so much. But I don't, I definitely don't want to bet Gallon at the price. I think that's the point here. Ne like never him at this number with this resume against these pitchers. Kershaw is probably the most interesting guy to try to beat him with. Strider is uninteresting because he is still so far back for his price. So he's eight to one. He's the third choice. He is currently 14th in the NL in ERA. 14th. Like third choice? He'd be like, well, we're going to project forward. You're going to project forward on a second year pitcher that he's going to have to be awesome the rest of the year based on what? Like, I just, again, yeah. like he can win, but like, why would you bet the price? Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, like he has to pitch really well to get to, like, if he's good for two more starts, then he kind of earns eight to one. And he won't be eight to yeah. one at that point. If he has two more good starts, it'll be three to one. And it's like, the price will always be ahead of what he should be. It's just like, he's going to be, that's what he's going to be this year. And part of it is that everyone else is so unappealing. So I think like, look, if you had to bet the marker right now, probably with Kershaw's going to win this, isn't he? Or Stroman. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'd probably bet one of those two prices. But again, this is like both of these. This is why I said AL and NL Cy Young are really similar to me. They're really similar. And I want to get Jake's thoughts here, too. Maybe we have enough time left here. Otherwise, we'll do it to start next hour. Um, I think there's the potential to be interesting betting opportunities in this market. There almost have to be because it's either going to be Gallon's actually way farther ahead. And maybe the price is like doesn't reflect that he's even and he should be minus or something or something really weird is going to happen and it's gallon and strider are going to hold this win probability but really someone else is going to win and then what do you do then like that just that pivot point that tipping point hasn't happened yet so like the opportunity yeah. isn't it's not today but it it is definitely coming at some point it's just the this has to figure itself out this has to resolve itself and for both Cy Young markets it just hasn't yet and so that's why it's kind of like you're just waiting with the with the gun cocked, really, like just waiting to make a ton of bets, and you just have you just can't do it yet, at least in my opinion. Yeah. So we got a lot of um, trivia coming up too, but we got to get Jake's answer, which we'll I, I guess we'll do the after the top of the hour. We also have to get into the breaking news with James Harden as well. Lots of stuff that we're going to talk about, and more importantly, the thing that excites you and I is that we have trivia, Ken. Lots and lots oh, of man, trivia I'm so coming psyched. up. You haven't been a part of this it's, this week. You, you, your only trivia experience on the show has been serial killers. That's been your only trivia well, experience on the show. Well, we did the music one. Now. Yeah, yeah, we did the oh, yeah, one-hit wonder stuff together. The 90s yeah. one-hit yeah, wonders but, was pretty good. We're, we're much yeah. more topical now. We've, we've focused 
Alex is focused much more in on like, what are the key stories of the day? Okay. How could we design categories based on like, at least what's going on right now in some kind of fun way. So like, for example, tease like perfect games, like historically mm -hmm. is one of the jeopardy categories for today because of Domingo huh. Armand and what he did last night. So a little more focused four categories. That'll take us like a lot of time, but we'll, we'll finish off awards first. So awards and trivia got two really good things. Yeah. I can't wait until we get the air quality round. That's going around as well. It's terrible. Yeah. So, uh, what is very Chicago? topical. Lots of stuff to discuss. We'll be back right here on the oh, brought to you by BetMGM. It's the BetQL Network. You better, you bet.